To begin today's message, uh, I want to ask you, where do you find rest? It's a very appropriate question to be asking at the moment. Where is it that you find rest? It won't come as a surprise to many of you who've heard me talk often that my favourite place to find rest is down at the beach. So I love going down the beach, and whether that's to sit next to the beach, whether it's to go for a walk along the beach, um, many of you are aware it's where my favourite holidays are always with a beach somewhere nearby. There's just something very, very restful for me about being able to be near the beach. For some of us, we might find rest in our hobbies. So I know my dad is a big wood, wood turner, and so anytime he can be out in his shed, that's a place of rest for him. For some of us, that might be craft activities, or it might be being out in the garden and doing some gardening. Uh, For some of us, it might be music, but there's lots and lots of hobbies that we have that sometimes we can find as a place of rest. For others of us, it might be spending time with family or friends, particularly if there's food involved. Being able to spend some time eating together and sitting around a table together can be a place of rest for us too. Today we're continuing our series that's called Jesus' Greatest Hits, where uh, for my final set of messages here at Brooklyn Park, I wanted to take some time to unpack some of what I think are Jesus' most transformative and powerful teachings, and honestly some of my favourite passages that I love to come back to regularly in my own life. And so today we're going to take some time to unpack what it is that Jesus has to say about this idea of rest. So hopefully on your way in, you grabbed a copy of our teaching notes and you can jot things down as we go through today's message. And we're going to be looking at a passage from Matthew chapter 11, but I actually want to encourage you to close your eyes and I'm going to read it to you. I want you to imagine, remember that a lot of Jesus' teaching was with his closest friends, his followers, as they sat around together. And so I want you to imagine that, that you're sitting with Jesus and that Jesus is speaking these words to you this morning. So I encourage you to close your eyes and hear Jesus' words from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. I'm reading from the message translation. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. These are beautiful, powerful words that Jesus speaks. And so we're going to take some time to unpack it this morning. Jesus begins with this very, very powerful question. Are you tired or worn out? Other translations say, are you weary? Are you carrying heavy burdens? And I think for all of us, as we gather this morning, we would say, yep, feeling pretty tired, feeling pretty worn out, feeling pretty weary. It resonates with us. For lots of us, just the realities of COVID is something that is tiring and wearing us out and causing a sense of weariness. That continued uncertainty, the realities of how it is right now, two and a half years of dealing with this, I think for most of us, we're tired and we're worn out from all of that. Lots of us are carrying heavy burdens in our lives, whether that's because of things that are happening with our families or our friends, people that we're close to, that sense of that weighing us down. 
Some of us are feeling weighed down by financial struggles. As interest rates go up, as inflation skyrockets, there are these questions about how we're going to make ends meet and what we're going to do from a financial perspective. For some of us, we're carrying heavy burdens around sickness or illness and just not feeling ourselves. And for others of us, we might be carrying burdens about the future. Where's everything going? What's going to happen six months from now, a couple of years from now? Wondering about what the future holds. And then, of course, we can zoom out further when we think about what's happening in our world. There's a sense of weariness and tiredness and heavy burdens that we can be feeling around that as well. Just the situation in the Ukraine is enough to weigh us down, but we know that's not the only place in the world where people are experiencing conflict and war on a daily basis. And so all of that just weighs us down and makes us feel worn out and tired. So I can imagine for most of us, if Jesus was here asking us that question, are you tired? Are you worn out? Most would say, yes, absolutely. But it's important to recognise that the people that Jesus was talking to had another set of things that were weighing them down as well. Because Jesus also says, are you burned out on religion? And so for the people who were hearing Jesus talk to them, there was this sense of all of these burdens that they had to carry as they tried to meet up with all of the expectations of the religious law. This constant worry, am I doing enough? Am I measuring up? Am I meeting all of the rules? Am I doing all the stuff that I need to do in order for God to accept me and to love me? And in some ways, Jesus is really challenging all of the burdens that the religious leaders were putting on people that were weighing them down. For some of us, though, we might be feeling a bit the same, weighed down with these questions about, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough to have God love me? Am I doing enough to have God accept me? Am I doing the right things? Am I avoiding doing the wrong things? Am I doing enough? And for some of us, that can be causing a sense of burnout. We can imagine that Jesus might have said a number of different things to us in response to this. Well, if you are feeling that way, you need to just try harder. You need to push harder. Because, yes, life is tough, and so you've got to accept that, and you've just got to work harder so that you can get there, and hopefully in the end, you will. We could imagine Jesus might say, don't worry about it. Just forget about all of it. It's totally fine. Just live your life. Don't worry about all these burdens. Just let them all fly away and enjoy life, and everything will be great. I'm grateful that Jesus doesn't say either of those things, and if we know anything about Jesus, we know those aren't very Jesus-y things to say. What he responds with is staggering. And he says, come to me and get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Jesus' invitation is for us to come to him and to be with him, to find our rest in him, to find our rest with him. And I find this a little bit challenging because so often for me, Rest is more about getting away from things. So I want to go away on a holiday so I can get away from everything that's going on in my lives, in my life. I want to get away from the responsibilities that I've got and all the things that I need to do. I want to get away from the burdens that I'm carrying. Just forget about them for a little while. So often when I think about rest, it's very much about getting away from things. But Jesus' encouragement is for us to get away with him. Not to get away from, but to get away with him. To come to him, to spend time with him, 
and to allow him to then give us the gift of rest that he offers, to recover our life, to recover our strength, our focus, our passion. And Jesus promises that if we do that, then we experience real rest. And when I think about this, I think about Jesus' other words about the idea of an unending spring of living water welling up within us, the sense of being refreshed, feeling revived, feeling alive again, feeling rested, what I think all of us crave and long for. In some ways, this is very upside down, as so much of Jesus' teaching ends up being. Because, as I said, often when I'm feeling the most tired or the most worn out or the most stressed out, I just want to get away from it all. If I'm feeling tired, I want to sleep in, just sleep some more, and then hopefully I'll feel more rested. Or if I'm feeling worn out, then I want to tune everything out, just forget about everything for a little while. Or if I'm feeling stressed out, then I want to get up and get into things. If I can just get a whole bunch of things crossed off my to-do list, then maybe I'll feel better about things. But I'm really challenged here about what it looks like to make spending time with Jesus my highest priority. To recognise that in those moments where I'm feeling the most tired, the most worn out, that's when it's the most important for me to stop what I'm doing and to come and spend some time with Jesus. To receive rest and life from him. It's a part of why I find it so important every day to be able to start my day with Jesus to spend some time journaling, to spend some time reflecting. I'll often do some breathing prayers to recognise that Jesus doesn't want or need anything from me, to just be able to rest with him. And so I wonder what that looks like for you. Do you have a special place in your house that's a place that you can just be with Jesus? Do you have a special comfy chair maybe that you can sit in or a chair that's near a window or a space out in your backyard where you can just sit and be with Jesus to be able to experience the rest that he wants to give. I actually think that this is so important that I want us to do it now, to recognise that Jesus is here with us now. This is not something we just have to think about as we head into this week. But we have an opportunity right now as Jesus is with us to experience his rest. And so I would love you to get comfortable in your chair. And uh, if you feel comfortable, you could open your hands up as a symbol of saying, Jesus, I want to receive your rest but at least to close your eyes and in the silence to just spend some time with Jesus and to recognise he doesn't want anything from you. He doesn't need anything from you. He just wants to give you some rest. So let's just take a moment and rest with Jesus right now. It's amazing for us to recognise that that opportunity 
is with us 100% of the time. Wherever we are, whatever we're doing, we can pause and we can spend some time receiving rest from Jesus. But Jesus doesn't leave it there. He does take it a step further. And we recognise that it's not just about stopping and turning life off in order for us to be able to experience rest in Jesus, but Jesus offers us rest as we get up and do the things that we need to do as well. I'll reread some of the words that Jesus said. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Many of us would be familiar with other translations where Jesus talks about the idea of taking his yoke upon us. Or that phrase, my yoke is easy or my yoke is light. Lots of us would be familiar with this imagery and certainly the people that Jesus was talking to would have been very, very familiar with it. The idea that uh, in Jesus' day, and this is still true in some parts of the world today, uh, that if you had an ox who was going to plough your field, rather than that poor ox having to do all the work on its own, you could pair two ox together and use this wooden beam called a yoke to be able to hold them together so that they could share the load and be able to therefore have less of a burden each. And Jesus uses this to talk about what it looks like for us to recognise that we still have work to do, but we do that in partnership with him. That the burdens that we carry are not our burdens to carry on our own, but to carry them in partnership with Jesus together. It is important for us to recognise that Jesus doesn't say that we have nothing to carry in our lives. That life is all about sitting back and having no responsibility at all. That Jesus says, come to me and you'll have no worries. You'll have no problems ever. All of your burdens will be taken away. That's not what Jesus says. What Jesus challenges us is that we shouldn't become overburdened. That we shouldn't carry things that aren't ours to carry. And there's a number of reasons why we can sometimes feel as weighed down as we do. The first is that we are actually carrying things that Jesus hasn't asked us to carry. So sometimes when we feel overburdened and feel really, really weighed down, Jesus is kind of standing there next to us saying, "Uh, I didn't ask you to pick that up. I don't know why you're carrying that. That's not actually your responsibility to carry. So sometimes when we're feeling weighed down, we need to stop and say, is this something that Jesus is actually asking me to do? Other times we can feel weighed down because we're carrying things on our own and we forget that Jesus is standing right next to us saying, I do want to help you with that. I would like to do this with you rather than you just having to do that all on your own. And I know I can certainly be very conscious of that at times where throw myself into things and all this stuff that I've got to get done and forget to actually stop and recognise, no, no, it's not just on me. I'm doing this in partnership with Jesus. So these burdens and these loads aren't mine to carry. I carry them in partnership with him. And sometimes we can feel weighed down, not because of what we're carrying, but because of why we're carrying what we're carrying. Sometimes we can be carrying burdens simply because we're worried about what other people will think of us. Or we can carry burdens because we're trying to earn favour with other people. Or we can carry burdens because we're really worried about letting other people down and we don't want to do that. And here again, Jesus comes to us and says, I want you to walk with me and work with me in partnership and to recognise you have nothing to prove. 
You're accepted and loved 100% as you are. There's nothing that you need to do. There's nothing you need to prove to other people. There's nothing you need to worry about letting other people down. Just be you because that's who I've created. And so in partnership with Jesus, we can feel those burdens lifting as well. And I do love the way that the message translation frames it. The idea of walking with Jesus and working with Jesus. And Jesus saying, watch how I do it. To recognise that every moment of every day, whether we're walking or whether we're working, we have the opportunity to be in partnership with Jesus. And to recognise that this isn't about us following some set of rules that Jesus has laid down for us or else. To recognise Jesus doesn't ask us to do anything that he hasn't done himself. We watch how he walks. We watch how he works. And then we learn how to do that. And then we have this beautiful phrase that the message translation gives us. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Three really, really powerful words. Unforced. It comes to mind for you when you think about that word unforced. For me, I think about a lack of striving, not trying to push things forward, not forcing things, but just allowing them to happen naturally. Unforced. And this word rhythm comes to mind as you think about rhythms. For me, I think about two different ideas. So one is just kind of this idea of things ebbing and flowing very, very naturally, just kind of organically moving in a very, very gentle way. Or when we think about rhythms, we think about music. And so what do we think about with music? This kind of consistent sense of rhythm that's happening there that carries us and lifts us. And we kind of find ourselves getting in tune with the music. So unforced rhythms of grace. Grace that's this unbelievably powerful word that we often translate as unmerited favour or undeserved favour, but it's actually so much stronger than that. Grace means favour that we could never, ever earn, no matter how hard we try. It doesn't matter how hard we push, how much we work, we'd never, ever be able to get this. And yet, God gives it to us freely. That's what grace is. So we put those things together, unforced rhythms of grace. And the image that came to me as I was thinking about that this week is this idea of kind of lying out on a floaty, on a big lilo in the middle of a lake. Just experience this sense of going with the flow as the water gently laps. The sense of being surrounded by an enormous amount of water, which is what grace can feel like, just an unending amount that's everywhere. We're surrounded by it. But this sense of gently being with the lapping waves, moving back and forth, back and forth. It's a beautiful picture of what our walking and working with Jesus can look like on a daily basis. Being able to just gently go with the flow in an unforced way, tapping into the rhythms of grace that Jesus wants to give into our lives and to recognise that that's not just happening in our life, but that's happening all around us. So in the lives of all the other people that we interact with, Those unforced rhythms of grace are happening for them too. And in all of the things that we're involved in, it's this beautiful sense of the unforced rhythms of grace happening all around us. And we get the privilege with Jesus of just being able to walk with him and work with him and experience all of those. This is an amazing picture 
that Jesus paints for us, of what it looks like to experience rest with him. And lots of people, I'm sure you've probably had this question, ask, what's so different about Jesus? What's so different about Christianity from all of the other belief systems? And to me, this is one of the best examples of what that looks like. Jesus comes to give us rest as we walk and work with him, to take our burdens not demand more on us. So many other belief systems are about all these things that we have to do in order to hope that we can maybe measure up. Jesus is the only one who comes to us and says, it's all been done for you. So let me lift your burdens. Come and find rest with me. The challenge is whether we live like that or not. I know I'm very challenged about whether other people look at me and see a person of rest. Would people use some of these words about me? Unburdened, unforced, light, rested. Would Jesus say that those things are true about me? If there's something very different about Jesus, that means that there should be something very different about us. And so are we living that out in our lives? Are we embracing Jesus' rest that he offers to us? That's what I want to give us an opportunity to reflect on. What does it look like to take a rest with Jesus this week? I'm going to give you some time. We're going to actually play a song today. Uh, The words will be up on the screen, uh, but you can feel free to just sit and close your eyes and reflect. But what does it look like as we head into this week to intentionally focus on resting with Jesus, being with Jesus, walking with Jesus, working with Jesus, and being able to experience real rest in the midst of that? What would it look like to say this time next week we're actually more rested than we are now? I'm very challenged about that. So we're going to play this song and encourage you to take some time to reflect and practically speaking, what does that look like as you head into this week? And then we'll come back and pray and transition across the communion. Let's pray. Jesus, we are so grateful that we can find rest in you, that we can find rest with you, that rest is not about us trying to escape things, rest is not about trying to get away from everything, but rest is about us coming to you and being with you and recognising that you don't demand anything from us that you love us and accept us and embrace us as we are. And that, yes, we have things to do in our lives, but that we don't have to do those things on our own. We do them in partnership with you, living freely and lightly. And so as we head into this week, my prayer is that you would help us to continue to learn from you, to learn the unforced rhythms of grace that are constantly at work in our lives and all around us. Help us to recognise what it looks like to be with you, to walk with you, and to work with you this week. In your name we pray. Amen.